This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. SDORC is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. Because together, everyone achieves more. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks. Hey, welcome to SDORC Dirt Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. You know, if uh, you're if you're looking, or, or if you're a company that owns a grocery store, liquor store, a retail store of any kind, you know, you want to take a look at Southwest Point of Sale. Family owned and operated since the 1975, over 150 years experience. Point of sale systems from National Cash Register and National Retail Solutions and Reflections Point of Sale. They service everything that they sell on-site, 724, NCR, self-checkout for groceries. You know, labor costs are skyrocketing, plus you can't find good employees anymore. And self-checkout is the solution. Look at Walmart, Home Depot, and Costco. They figured it out. So if you're looking for a better way to do business and put more money in your pocket, go to Southwest Point of Sale. You can see them at facebook.com backslash Southwest POS. Uh, or you can uh, give them a call direct at 619-286-2100. Get smart. Get into the, t- the new century, and you'll be good to go. Also, this show is brought to you by Alpha Site logistics they are serving the imperial county for over 20 years they offer portable toilets hand wash stations hand wash trailers shade trailers dumpsters and a whole lot more call them at 760-352-8383 uh, or you can go to their facebook page at facebook.com backslash alpha logistics and when you do talk to them thank them for supporting sdorc dirt radio well, Audrey Mason is making like a chipmunk, and she's in the woods trying to drive back. So she threw the ball to Ed, but that's okay. Ed's got some good news. I have news. There's stuff going what do you mean, on. Just news. No well, good news. There's some good news, and there's some not so good news. There's a lot of drama going on in the off-road world. Yeah, and um, there's still fun stuff. I don't know if you know. Last week, right after the show, yeah. Uh, I met my friend at my house, and we drove out to Painted Gorge, out to the desert, and rode. got in a good three and a half hours of dirt bike riding. Oh, well, see, that's good news. And, and I was out with Fox Shocks uh, and ORW testing out suspension systems at at uh, Lake Elsinore Motorsport Park. And I got to tell you, buddy, I was real nervous when I got out there because to the north, nothing but new homes right on the edge of the park. Uh, and you know where that's going. Yeah, yeah. We've we've Did, seen that before. Yeah, so they, I... They move next to an airport, and then they demand the airport close. And they're already doing that. They're screaming and hollering, too much noise, too much dust. So, folks, you, got, you know, keep your eyes and ears open, because if they start to shut that park down, that's just one more we've lost. But anyway, it looks like Fox Shocks is going to support SDORC Dirt Radio, along with Off-Road Warehouse. 
So go into those facilities and say, hey, I hear you're thinking about sponsoring, you know, on SDRC Dirt Radio. Tell them, do it, man. Do it. Because we want to keep our deserts open. And Ed works feverishly. I mean, you read more boring paper. I've been reading some legal stuff lately. It's, and is it it's ugly? a challenge. It's just hard. It's long, and there's points you have to understand. And, and Well, don't you have to read between the lines to a certain degree to yeah. see what they're really saying? Well, with these with these legal documents, it, it's the words that are important. Mm-hmm. Right. right. That's what they're going after. Because they're all written by lawyers. So these, these Fox Shocks, so you drove three Jeeps? Yes, I drove a Jeep just like Audrey's. Right. We could not, could not go over 20 miles an hour. And it kind of hurt, right? You felt the, kind the of hurt. You felt the shock when you hit. It the thing. bottomed out like we were driving over telephone poles, laying <laughs> on their sides. We were going down into whoops, and we did you know cantilevered all that. We could not drive more than twenty miles an hour, and then we moved up to the next level, and thirty, thirty-five. Which okay, that you can still feel, it, but nothing like the first Jeep. And then the elite system, and holy moly, we were hauling freight, man, and I'll tell you. And it's not only good for getting through the the rough stuff, but just driving normally. It's such a better ride than a stock Jeep to the point where if I had a screwdriver, I would have popped that trail rated. That's stick, that sticker that, right on the Jeep. Yeah. I'd have popped that bad dude off because it's not trail rated. If you, That's why they have those really low gears on the Jeep. Yes. So you, <laughs> so don't, you don't go hurt fast. yourself. Man. Um, and, you know, some people think that that upgrading your shocks is not that important. Oh. It's not that big of a difference. I think it's the or most you, important. And you think it's the most important. And That's what I think because you can have all the horsepower in the world, but if you can't transfer that horsepower and control it to the ground, it's a disaster. So if you're driving off-road, not only do you have a more comfortable ride, but your vehicle will last longer. You're not going to break the wheel off with those hard shocks. Right. Just and the, boom, neat, hitting and the neat thing about Fox shocks, they have a, a systems that fit particular vehicles, and you can get packages with lifts and what you know. You just got to tell them what you're looking for. And they just started this. It's only been out about a year. It's called Fox Academy, to where you can go to their website and look at Fox Academy, and it'll if you're a DIY kind of a person you could do all the installations yourself and then they have a universal system even for your off-road vehicle well that's great because when we think of fox shocks we think about race cars and yeah race trucks oh they have that Mexico too they have the that desert. too but you Did don't you know think they... about them for your everyday you know once in a while i'm going to go drive in the desert right. jeep and truck owner. i got a better one than that for you mountain bikes yeah. They have complete shock systems for mountain bikes, bicycles, yeah, yeah, motorcycles, Harley Davidsons. I mean, you name it. I mean, when it comes to shocks, these guys are in it. So I'd I'd go, you know, go take a look. Go to foxshocks.com and look at their website. I think you'll be t- pleasantly surprised. So last Sunday I took Luke riding, and Luke is the son of one of my oldest friends. And my old friend David, he Never got into dirt bikes. Mm. We were next door neighbors growing up, and he was more of a surfer, and I was a biker. So his kid is 20 and has a dirt bike and wants to go riding, and he's only been riding short distances a couple of times, so he's a brand-new beginner. So we did a, a long ride, and he had the greatest time ever. He was so thrilled, right, so What happy. do you ride? A CRF 450R. 
okay. which is way too much bike for a beginner. He got a smoking deal from a, a mutual friend of, of ours, mm-hmm. and um, he still loved it. We rode and saw stuff. You know, you ride along the base of the mountain, just mm-hmm. north of Ocotillo, and you can see all the formations and trails. It was just fun. And, and for me, it was hard to go that slow. But for him, well, you know, I, I, I'm a, I've been riding regularly for, I don't know, 40-something years. Yeah, so you got to cut him some slack. Oh, yeah, totally. Because if he'd have tried to keep up with you, he'd have been in the well, woods. He just couldn't. But, um, but he didn't crash. He didn't fall. He didn't break any parts of his bike. We, we made the whole thing. We well, didn't came he back. have to ride it back? Uh, yeah, we just did a loop. And we, we came back to the truck. And uh, fuck it, it, w- it was really fun. So the desert still is not too hot yet. And, you know, we get out of here at 1. So we left about one forty-five, and we still got in a great ride. I'm just still thrilled about that. So last Tuesday, we had a fun run meeting. So the San Diego Off-Road Coalition sponsors the Lost Lizard Fun Run. It's a big poker run we do in the desert uh, every year. This will be our 16th one. We didn't do one last year because a lot of events got canceled because of the virus. So we're working on putting all the pieces together. And what this is, it's a it's a planned event where we mark a route in the desert. There's signs and ribbons. And from each ribbon, you can see the next marker. It's about 20-something mile loop. And there's five checkpoints on the route. When you get to a checkpoint, you stop and you... Get out, and you can play a game and win raffle tickets. Oh, really? And you can, um, you get a playing card, and whoever gets the, and you, you, you take the card with you, and whoever has the best five-card stud poker hand wins a big prize. Wow, that's interesting. So it's fun. Sounds like you had a good time. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Why? Because you're listening to SDORC Dirt Radio right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Folks, welcome back to S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio, brought to you by Wayne Miller Tire. I'd give you the phone number, but guess what? I don't have it, and you don't have it either. I don't remember. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. And they were out of Barona Speedway last night. They have a truck, a push truck out there. Man, it had Wayne Miller Tire all over it. You think I would have really? remembered that? he goes to Barona? Yeah, he supports wow. all the guys. Well, you know, he's that kind of a company. So Wayne Miller Tire out there in Lakeside, folks. Go check them out. All right, so what do we got from a legal point of view? Well, legal point of view, Oceano Dunes is in trouble. That's Pismo Beach. That's well, they've the, been in trouble. They've been in trouble. Are they in worse trouble now? Well, there are some solutions coming out, so I want to talk about those. Mm-hmm. But the background is it's the only beach in California you can drive a motor vehicle on, mm-hmm. unless you're a lifeguard. and Camp. And camp. You can camp there. And not only can you ride on the beach, but there's about a couple of, there's two square miles of sand dunes just inland. I mean, it's like a miniature Glamis over there. And and you need sand paddles and you can drive around on the dunes. And people love this place. It's, I think it's like the ninth most visited state park out of the 280 parks in California. Really? Which is really astounding because it's not very big. It's not in a, an easy to get to location. 
It's in San Luis Obispo, and, and that city's not very big. Mm-hmm. They, they get um, one and a half to two million visitors a year, which 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 is really crazy. So what's going on there is the California Coastal Commission decided not to grant them a permit for continued use, and, and in three. They want to phase out off-road vehicles there within three years. So, so far, there's been three lawsuits filed. I have gotten the complaint of two of the lawsuits I got last week, and I've been reading, and they're interesting. They're going on what's called CEQA claims. So, CEQA is, are the letters for a law, California Environmental Quality Act. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of the recipe for how a government agency manages public land, specifically California uh, government agency. So if they want to change something on the ground, they have to go through the CEQA requirements. And it can be short or it could be really long. It could Mm -hmm. be a 1,000 pages. And when they talk about we're doing the environmental work, they're talking about CEQA. So the Coastal Commission decided to close Oceana Dunes at a meeting. So at the meeting, they... Someone made a resolution and they voted. It was 10 to 0 that they phase out off-roading at Oceana Dunes. How long ago was this? This was March 18th. Of 2020? A month and a half ago. No, 2021. Oh, just a month and a half ago. Yeah, this was just recent. And everybody's uh, freaking out. So there's two different groups who are suing. The Friends of Oceana Dunes has Mm -hmm. two lawsuits. They have one they started a few weeks ago and another one they started a couple of days ago. I haven't seen the new one, Mm -hmm. but I've read the complaint on the first one. And then Ecologic Partners has also sued. And Ecologic Partners are a a group of organizations, Off-Road Business Association, the American Sand Association, American Motorcycle Association, District 37, and then SEMA joined in. Specialized Equipment Marketing Association. Mm-hmm. Is that right, SEMA? It's either marketing or manufacturing. I, I think it's marketing. I think it's marketing. Anyway, so so they're a national organization. So they've all pooled their resources, and they're using David Hubbard. And I have I know David Hubbard. I, I've met with him, and we've supported him in the past. Good guy. He's a good guy, yeah. Good lawyer. He's or a good lobbyist. lawyer. He, he has a lot of experience with state parks, which is important. That's important, yeah. Because it's, you can be a great lawyer. But but if if you lo- if you leave your area of expertise, then, you're, then not, you're not as good. Right. So he has a, he has won and lost with state parks. Mm-hmm. For instance, when we did the lawsuit to try to reopen Coyote Canyon, it's the dirt road that goes from Borrego Springs to Anza. Um, he was our main guy for that. So these CEQA claims, and you know. Both both of these CEQA lawsuits are very similar, and to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if they got folded into one lawsuit. But for now, they're two separate lawsuits, and they're talking about if you get into CEQA, there's this part where it says there can be one lead agency for a project, and State Parks is clearly the lead agency for this project. And when you're the lead agency, you're the one who calls the shots, and the California Coastal Commission has gone in and said, no, we're not going to allow off-roading here. So the CEQA lawsuit is saying that they don't have the right jurisdiction to make this claim. And it's um, it, it's a pretty good claim. I, I, I'm not sure how this is going to go because I haven't read the entire CEQA document. It's long and it's 
boring, mm-hmm. and I have a full-time job, so I'm not going to – I don't know if I'm going to sit there and read it all. But it's interesting. Um, all right, so state parks is – State parks is like the victim of this, but they're also being sued. And it's kind of weird. They're, they're suing them because they didn't go through CEQA, but state parks didn't even How think they, they get away with that. Well, state parks was working on the public works plan and the coastal commission sort of bypassed that and said, we just going to close the park to off-roading. <laughs> so, so these millions, so the, the Coastal Commission said that state parks had to do the, the the public works plan, and that came in 2017. So for the last four years and millions of dollars being spent working on a public works plan. So the plan is was effectively finished, and they were going to – the Coastal Commission was going to bless this plan, and they were going to move forward with it. And the plan had all kind of, uh, of parts. It, it talked about – how they were going to help recreation, how they were going to manage the variety of species that need to be protected, how people will get into and out of the park. It has a, it, it's it's another long document. It's but like we're going to close the park. So so the public works plan was going to explain how they were going to continue to manage the park like it's been managed. So this is the one the four years and the millions of dollars. So it was continuation of, of what's been going on. Well, the Coastal Commission effectively canceled that out. The document that they said they had that state parks had to put forth. They had to create this document and then follow it. So once it finally was done, the Coastal Commission said, no, forget about that. We're just going to stop allowing well, you to Then they owe like us some money. We're the, aren't we the taxpayers? That would be another lawsuit if you ask that, me. That could be another lawsuit. Um, Good God. I mean, yeah, the the money is significant, and I don't even know if it was a million. It could have been many, sure million, it was. many millions of dollars. Yeah. I mean, it could be a lot. For years of specialists working. And they just decide, well, yeah, we're not going to do that. Who? who? <laughs> so, anyway, continue on. So I'm pretty sure that the, the Sierra Club has gotten to the Coastal Commission, and that's how this came about. Now, something interesting. I thought that the governor was behind this the, the governor appoints six of the coastal commission mm-hmm. the assembly and the state senate appoint three commissioners each so i was talking to a friend who knows a lot about state law and he said that the uh the governor is not allowed to influence commissions really they may do it anyway but they're not supposed to and he said well back when governor brown was was in office that a commission met and one of the commissioners said, I don't know why the governor called me last night to bother me about this because I, I intend to vote this way. So he was kind of like ratting out the yeah. governor. But Jesus. it's it's not like you get impeached for it. It's just something no, you're not supposed to do. You're not going to get impeached. Are you kidding? So, uh, and, and this is my friend Bob Ham, who is an old off-road advocate. He said that the evidence is looking like the governor actually supports state parks keeping Oceana Dunes open. Yeah, but he can't. He can't say anything. Yeah, but he. he well, can't, then they'll honor the fact that he can't intercede. Well, if he, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if, if he's anyway. against it, you're more than welcome to intercede. But, but, but what it means is that he will allow state parks to defend themselves in the lawsuit, mm. right? Because state parks is run 
they, they have the off-road vehicle division, and he appointed, the governor appointed the head of that, mm-hmm. uh, Sarah uh, Miggins, and then he appointed the head of, of state parks, let's say Armando Quintera. Mm-hmm. So those guys, so he, he can withdraw their uh, appointments, and, and that's been done. That happened to Ruth Coleman a few years ago, and... Um, and Daphne Green, they they got unappointed because of some funny business. And unfortunately, they especially Daphne didn't deserve that at all. So the the governor is, we're going to have to see how this plays out because he's allowing state parks to defend themselves. And I, I don't know who's going to be doing what defending because the Coastal Commission is a state agency, state parks is a state agency. Are they going to each use the attorney general? which is kind of weird. There are uh, uh, several, there are three points in the lawsuit. Um, let's see. So I have the paper in front of me that I've printed out that yeah, has 50,000 pages long. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So they're talking about regulatory. So the California coastal commission is a regulatory agency and in CEQA, the environmental work, a regulatory agency does not have the same rules as an agency that manages land. Like, so they're, they're saying that the Coastal Commission does not have to follow CEQA when they do something. Not exactly, but they still have CEQA stuff to do, but but not completely. So there's some fine legal points going on here. And uh, There's some shenanigans going on. That's what the bottom line is, right? God, there are. It, and this the the coastal commission had to know they were going to be sued. Well, of course they, they had to know. So when they, so I don't know. But see, these people don't care because they work for the for us, so they can just spend legal money like drunken sailors. Where we have to find people that believe in what we believe in and support us with donations and what have you to to, to fight these people that don't care. And I, I know the uh, lawyers on our side, they don't charge a lot of money. They're they're not working for free by any means. Well, no, they but can't. But there are lawyers who charge an awful lot more than these guys. Well, do. I'm sure the government lawyers are charging. Oh, they're getting full price. Massive yeah. amounts of money. All right, let's take a break before I shoot myself. Uh, All right, folks. Okay. You, you are listening to SDORC Dirt Radio. We'll be right back. On FM 9670, the answer. All right, folks, welcome back to SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, Wayne Miller, phone number 619-596-2800. He's at 11350 North Woodside Avenue in Santee for any tire issues whatsoever. 619-596-2800. Thank you, Brandon. I don't know what I'd do without you. Now go get my guests. All right, so we've got uh, Ed Stoven in the house. Audrey's still cruising down to 395 with Hubby. Went out and did a little camping, it looks like. 
little off-roading in the forest? Probably. She was standing on a on a on a tree stump waving at us. So I guess that and means on a trail from the front of her jeep. I think she's there. practicing for the rebel. Is yeah, what there's I, a checkpoint way up there. We better go find it. <laughs> yeah, we better go find it. So we're talking again about Oceana Dunes and how the Coastal Commission and the Sierra Club. So my thought is we need to go and find photos of these people, put them on Facebook, Instagram, and put their feet to the fire. Boy, if we could make it so they couldn't go to the store without being recognized. That's exactly my point. Hey, you're the guy that closed Oceano Dunes. What's wrong with you? Exactly. And I I want it to be done peacefully. I don't want anybody to burn their houses to the ground. But they need to be. Just call them out in public. Yeah, just say, come on, talk to me. And how come the media is not? Well, I know the left We know why the media. The right should do it. I mean, if we get a hold of Tucker Carlson or, or Levine or somebody, I bet they would. You know, but you know what? They won't. They won't talk to anybody because they're not gonna. They're not gonna put themselves in that position. So if anybody knows how to get their pictures and their names, put them on on Facebook, Instagram, and just keep putting them on there till you end up in jail. Because you will just, end up in Facebook jail. Just say, these are the people who voted to close Oceana Dunes. Right. Unilaterally. Unilaterally. Ten yeah, to not, zero. They're not trying to work through the system Mm-mm. because Mm-mm. we have a way of doing things. And that's what these lawsuits are about, that you should follow the, the legal procedure. Well, just like you said, they were supposed to go through, what was it, SERPA or whatever it was? CEQA. CEQA. And, and they decided, you know what? We're not going to acknowledge that. We're just going to close close the, the, the beaches down. And they did. So that would be like if, if somebody said to you, you got a ticket, you got to pay it. And you decide, you know, I decide I'm not going to pay it. Yeah. And get away with it. No, that's folks. I think they'll get away with it. I am definitely going to make that a project. I'm going to look them up. And if I can get them all on Facebook and just say, hey, if you liked Oceana Dunes and you see this guy at the grocery store, wait a minute. That sounds like Maxine Waters. That sounds like something she was saying. Remember about all the Trump supporters? Yeah. If you see him in restaurants, get in their give face. Give him a hard time. Give him a hard time. I like her theory. I didn't think I wow. would ever say that, but I think I'm going to go her direction. Yeah, she won't like it once we use it the other way. Oh, absolutely. I bet you she never even goes out. I bet you she has to have everything home delivered. <laughs> but that's another story. So what else you got? All right. Well, I, I got pages I could read you stuff. Oh, I don't, I I don't want to bore people. So basically what here. you're saying is, so we've got our lawsuits. But interesting, a lot of times when a lawsuit goes against another party, whatever the lawsuit's over, it continues. In this particular case, it doesn't continue. It's ended. Or are they still allowing people to go to, for day use at Pismo Beach? So after three years, you won't be able to drive off-road. No, I, mean, I know, but remember, we were, remember they opened it up for day use. You can go there. You can't take an off-road vehicle, but you can take your family. You can go to Pismo Beach. The, the beach will never close for going with your feet. For walking out there. Okay, but what about just street vehicles? Because remember, I heard the last... Like north, so so there's two state parks next to each other. There's Pismo Beach State Park, and there's Oceano Dunes State Park. Ah. Oceano Dunes is the off-road park. Pismo is the more conservation. Okay. You can still drive on Pismo Beach. Okay, all right. So during all those lawsuits, you can still do it. Okay, I got you. The lawsuit's not trying to change that. It's just trying to change the it's off-road. It's only changing factor. the SVRA. Gotcha. That's a state vehicular recreation area. Gotcha. Okay. So, All right. So now we're clear on that. So one thing. So on the ecologic suit, they say under the Coastal Act, 
The commission, which is an unelected body, has no power under the Coastal Act to eliminate a state-created, legislatively confirmed state vehicular recreation area like Oceana Dunes. Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting and, and really powerful because Oceana Dunes was stated was created by state legislation. Hmm. And the, the, the California Coastal Commission is trying to eliminate something that was done by legislation. They're an unelected body. They're not doing it through legislation. Mm-hmm. They're just doing it by decree. Willy-nilly, shall I, we say? I kind of think between these lawsuits, they're going to get it back. I, I, I kind of think, I don't know how long it's going to take, and I don't know how the, the legal wrangling is going to go, but mm-hmm. I, I think we're going to, I think there's a good chance we're going to win. It's going to cost a lot of money. These which poor is, organizations. Which is unfortunate because this property was giving to given to us to, to recreate. recreate. State legislation gave it to us. So a bill... I mean that's big. A late a legislative bill made this a public park for driving on, and this unelected body is trying to make it a is trying to take that away from us. So I, I think we're going to end up okay with that one. Dave's standing up and moving around. Well, it's getting a little warm in here. I'm going to put the fan on. Oh, so, good, thank all you. right. So what else you got? Good. So. The green sticker program collects money from green sticker registrations. And it collects money from off-road vehicle fuel tax. So a lot of money goes to the state for fuel tax. And some of that money gets distributed in the form of grants. And state parks does the distributing. And who gets those grants? It's government agencies that have off-roading. Nonprofit organizations that work with with off-roading. And then there's a few other types, like Native American tribes can get some. So the grants are available for public comment uh, in March and April. And I, I got to look through the grants on the southern half of the state, where I'm more familiar. And I look for funny business. People asking for money for stuff they shouldn't ask for. Um, and, and I write a comment, and, and I let the, the grant administrators know that you know, this may not be the best grant for you to, to fund. And I consider myself sort of a guardian of the money. The, the grants program gets around $30 million a year, and they, they contribute the money. So the Bureau of Land Management usually writes really good grant applications. There's one that kind of annoyed me, and this is the Palm Springs Bureau of Land Management office. Mm-hmm. They have uh, an application for law enforcement and for restoration which are fine, but they don't have any ground operations or any education or safety or planning grants. So in other words, they don't have any grants that help off-roading. They only have ones that are law enforcement, doesn't really make a, a place to ride. They don't empty trash cans or put signs up or anything. And then restoration is only fixing up a place where we used to off-road and they want to make it like it used to be. So I, I'm kind of annoyed that they don't have anything to help us. They only have stuff that doesn't really that hurt help us. us. Uh, so cities, counties, state and federal agencies can get them. Um, the city of Hesperia gets one every year, and they get a law enforcement grant. So the city of Hesperia has a lot of dirt roads and trails inside the city limits, and they don't allow off-roading inside the city limits. So they 
they go after you. And I thought it was funny. It says right in their application, the city of Hesperia Police Department provides patrol, police patrol services to the incorporated and unincorporated area of the city. So what's the definition of a city? It's an incorporated area. So how is there an unincorporated area of the city? It's Your just, guess is as good as mine. Well, it, it's just somebody who doesn't really understand what a city is mm-hmm. wrote this, and they just wrote something crazy. So I asked, why and how are you providing services to unincorporated area? Your area only goes as far as the city limits. Just kind of silly stuff. Yeah. So San Diego County has applied for a planning grant. It's a lot of money, and they are looking to plan and build an off-road park in San Diego. I'm thrilled. I'm over the moon for this. Mm-hmm. I wrote saying, um, please fully fund this grant application, and I truly hope that in the future we will see applications for the construction of a real off-road park in San Diego. So I'm all in for this project. I can't believe our friend Joel Anderson has actually got the county to go along well, with it. Well, he said he would do it. He said and he's he one of the very few politicians that, you know, another one is Brian Jones. You know, they when they say they're going to do something, they do it. They, I, he said he's going to do it. And, you know, there's a million excuses how you can weasel out of it. But here I am looking at an application. And they're going to get money. They're going to get a pile of money. I've seen it lots of times. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully they'll let me help them spend the money. Yeah. Which I think will be great. I well, can build it right. start looking for yeah. a place. Build it right. Uh, Desert Desert Group Search and Rescue. Uh, they do search and rescue out in the Mojave Desert. Mm-hmm. And all they want is money for medical stuff. That worked for me. Black Back, back stretchers. Right. Uh, bandages and braces and stuff. They're asking for just a few thousand dollars. Really? So, yeah. That, like, I go, I wish you the best of luck, and I hope I never need you out there. <laughs> <laughs> friends of Jawbone and Friends of El Mirage. Those are two friends organizations that, that concentrate on two Bureau of Land Management open areas. Mm-hmm. They, those organizations were started by Ed Waldheim. And he literally took over management of the area from the Bureau of Land Management. Really? His organization was doing all the work out there. It was just astounding to see the change. The BLM would do a, they would do sort of the minimum that they could get away with. Well, Ed's groups would do a lot. Mm-hmm. So Ed Walheim passed away last year, and Randy Bannis took over president of both of those organizations. And he's been doing a, a, a kick-ass job out there. Their grants combined are about $4 million in projects. They put up signs. They empty the trash cans. They clean out the restrooms. They get equipment, and they smooth out trails. They they are involved in every aspect of managing these areas. So we're so they're getting still getting help. So they're so these organizations are providing major services to the bureau Bureau of Land Management. So I write a comment and I say, "Thanks for the good work out there." Oh, and friends of Jawbone. Uh, we talked about this on the radio a year or two ago mm-hmm. where they um, created a map app for your cell phone. Oh. And you used to have to pay two ninety nine for them. But what happened is somebody was taking their information and then making their own app with their stuff and then selling that. Oh so they said, well, screw it. We're just going to give them away. So they get paid. Oh, 
it looks like our time is running. So they get um they get money from a grant like this grant here. So they can give it for free. And they can the give it out to us for free. Oh, that must have made the other guy off so angry. I know, too bad for him. So I I need that reminds me I need to go in and update my maps because some legislation passed that changed some routes. Oh yeah. And I need to have the latest and greatest on my phone. So what do you when you go to the App Store, what do you look for? California Trail Users Coalition. Okay, remember that, folks. California Trail Users Coalition, because you don't want to get in trouble. You don't want to go where you don't need to go, because you want to you want to prove yourself as being proper. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You are listening to S D O R C Dirt Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, welcome back to S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. By the way, this hour is partially sponsored by Southwest Point of Sale. You've got a grocery store, liquor store, retail store. You might want to take a look at this program. Since it's getting so difficult to hire good people nowadays, you may want to do a self-checkout program in your business. Go to, uh, you know, check out Southwest Point of Sale. They're on Facebook at facebook.com backslash southwest pos or just call them at 619-286-2100 619-286-2100 all right well this hasn't been the most positive hour but it's informational and the and what we're bringing you today folks is we're bringing you things that you need to be aware of this is where you need to reach out to your 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 uh, politicians and let them know what you feel uh, because if you don't talk they're just going to do whatever the heck they want to do. And if they think they can get away with it, they will. Here's the killer. What is the benefit to these people? Are they getting money under the table? I mean, half of them probably never even been to the desert or Oceana Dunes. Is it, or do they just like being uh, a thorn in people's sides? The Sierra Clubbers come in and, oh, we're we're not going to vote for you unless you do this. I mean, The Sierra Club is such a powerful voting block. They, I get their emails, and you know we we want you to vote for this person. We don't want you to vote for that person. They have an environmental report card, and like, oh, you got a C minus on our environmental report card. You call yourself a Democrat. You need to improve. Wow, they're they're pretty hardcore like that. That's terrible. That is terrible. I mean, if anybody ever talked to me like that, they'd be in serious trouble. Oh boy, you to... too. Yeah, nobody's I... going to tell you how to live your life. And I don't think any political organization has the right to tell me or you or anybody else how to vote. It's up to us to do our research and make a, make an intelligent decision from that. These these people they they want to bend us our way or their way. Their way. And they that's I mean, socialism. There's like a million people that will vote the way the Sierra Club asks them to. Sure. In California. Because they're they're you know they're sheep. They they think these people are helping and they're not. Well, they don't because they know the no. inside. Because these people that vote for for what the Sierra Club and, and and I would like to think that when the Sierra Club was first enacted, it was enacted with the right idea. You may be onto something there. I, I'm just trying they're to. They're th- promoting outdoor activities. Yeah, they were promoting outdoor activity. Now they're promoting and, front room activity. And you. We could we could spend a whole show talking about what's happened to the forests and the fires because of the Sierra Club and their friends. Right, they are 
they're having government agencies do no more management. We need to leave it natural, right. they say. It's okay. got to be natural, right? So there's no, uh, what they call, fuel load reducing. Right. And well, these, we're not these, even managing our forests. I mean, what? what? Well, they, okay. don't, they don't allow them to go in and manage the forest. So a fire comes, there's more fuel. It. The whole freaking place burns up down. Okay, so I got a project for you. Talk next about week. global warming, just I, the heat from the fire. How I got, about all the carbon dioxide that I comes know. out of that? I got a project for you. Yes. On your lunch hour one day next week, call the Sierra Club. Okay. And ask them to call into our show next Sunday. Ooh. And if they say no, then okay, I just want you to know I will be giving your response to our off road community that's listening every Sunday. Who from the Sierra? Like I don't I, understand. There's got to be a destruction. A, there's got to be one person within the Sierra Club that the media goes to for point of information. And what should we? Just like, tell like, them. Like, I, I uh, want you to come on, and I want you to explain. Oceano Dunes. Let's just start with Oceano that, Dunes. Like, that's can you explain? Can you explain that to us? Why you're so hell bent on shutting it down? I'd like to know some facts. I would like to know some studies. That's a great idea. What and are they going to? And then if they say no, that's perfect. Exactly. Exactly. So we, yeah, so, we we can twir- twist the knife. In fact, if you don't have time to do it, it, I mean, I can look it up. But you have more outlets. You could talk to our lobbyists and say, "Hey, can you give me the name and phone number who I should talk to?" And or does at, the Sierra uh, Club have a lobbyist? Well, of course they do. You, I don't know. They've got they one use. bigger than we got. I guarantee. Oh, sure. But you know what I'm saying? And I'll do the calling. They have an advocate up there. But I do the calling. All right, what else you got? So Imperial County Sheriff's Department, they get grants. I like them. They're, yeah, I do too. They're they're a, they're a good agency. They're not known for cracking heads out there. Um, That's because they live out there. They know they, what's going on yeah, out there, and they see the, the truth. And they, yeah, they, they understand that people coming over the mountain to the desert, they leave money. You know, yep. they, they spend money, and they're not Thousands. really trying to hurt anything. So they said in their grant that they do a, a, a annual safety program that takes place in local colleges, high schools, junior high schools, elementary schools, fairs, shows, and special events. This language was pulled directly out of their, their pre-virus application. Mm-hmm. They didn't even proofread it at all <laughs> because there's not going to be a lot of outreach to all of these places right. while the virus is still around. That's true. So they ought to really look at what they're writing. And I, I've seen other agencies do that, like copy last year's and the years before, and the same mistakes go through. Um, the Cleveland National Forest, who are for the most part pretty good, uh, occasionally they, they do things like, remember when they closed the entire off-road area, mm-hmm. when there's a fire way on the edge? So they have an off-road area called Wildemar, and that's uh, west of Lake Elsinore. So it's like midway between Elsinore and... Oh, yeah. And the other side of Orange County, they have eight miles of routes. It's a tiny place. And they have one oval that the kids go 100 circles around. They have three staff there, uh, two part-time and one who's almost full-time. At least I can see by the hours. They want um, $35,000 for trail work. The trails are already there, right? So how much work do they need? Could they just send a couple of guys out with a shovel to fix them? They've never contacted me about organizing a trail work day. Remember when we had the trail work at Corral Canyon? Mm-hmm. 
Also in the Cleveland National Forest, we had 120-something people. And they're all ready to go to work. They want to work. Where's my shovel? They're ready to clip bushes. But see, so they don't want to ask that. They'd rather get the money. But they want the money. Yeah, they ha- there's a group called Trail Unlimited that does work on trails, and they're certified, however. Um, but $35,000 for eight miles? I'll do that. <laughs> and I'm old. <laughs> I'll, let's split it. Let's do yeah, let's it together. It, yeah. I'll bring my shovel and my pickaxe. And I'll bring my truck with my dump up bed on the back, and we'll we'll make it right. Honestly, we could probably do it with your with your monkey. I bet we could. Your little monkey and I, a little trailer. That'd I be know. All we need. We'd be golden. Fifty thousand, thirty five thousand dollars. That's crazy talk. It is. So yeah. Well, and you know, by the way, folks, if you didn't notice, we spent a whole hour talking about legislation, and the reason we talk about legislation. Is because there's organizations out there that this is their full time job, and we uh, can only dedicate an hour to what they're doing, forty hour work week if not longer. So a couple little things going on. We talked about the ranger station at uh, Glamis. Oh yeah, how's that coming? So they they did what they call signed a record of decision. That means they're going forward with it. Nice. So that's nice. We're, we're going to be. I'm happy about that. And it's just another step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. They're going to build a new ranger station. Last year, we talked about McCain Valley, Lark Canyon, and Cottonwood Campground. They want to change. They want to add water and change around the, the camping spots. So they had three alternatives, no action, the moderate action, and, and the allot. They approved alternative B, which is their preferred alternative, which is the moderate one. So they just did that record of decision a couple of days ago. Excellent. So they're going to move forward on that. Um, I don't love it. I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. I, but um, it's coming, and it'll be good for a lot of people. Right. So, so there's that. I will be getting my hands on the other, the new uh, Oceana Dunes lawsuit. Mm-hmm. I want to read that, the complaint. Yes. Where they're going after the. Um, or maybe we should get them on again. Have them call next week. We could have Jim call in. Uh, that's where I got the complaint. I want to read the, um, the the new complaint goes about the uh, the California Coastal Act. Right, so there was an act that created the Coastal Commission and did a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're saying that that act is not being followed by the Coastal Commission. I don't know any of the details, but, yeah, I'm but Jim curious. could fill us in. Jim could fill us in. Now, now I want to read it too. I well, yeah, to you need to read it first, and then have Jim call in, so that way you can ask. Ask the right question. Yeah. Well, in fact, I wouldn't mind reading it either. So if you shared it with me and, and Audrey, you know, whenever she gets back. I'll um, I'll share it when I well, get Well, you got it. a lot of homework. I, I know. Where's my pen? I got it. I know. You should start writing this stuff. Let's see. Oh, look. I have to put it under PM, PRMI and Wayne Miller. I yep. wrote down notes because we have to take care of our sponsors. And we did forget about PRMI Mortgage up there in lovely Alpine, California. Uh, yeah. But you know what? I think. Who's that? That's Chris Wiley, right? Chris Wiley. With the but, Honda 650? Well, he I also, know people by what they ride. I forget their name, but... Uh, well, he also sponsors, believe it or not. Does he do your gun show? Yeah, he does my gun show. That's awesome. And I'm just looking to see where he is on the sheet. I haven't gone shooting in a while. You know who wants to go shooting with me? It's Marty Tribes. Well, you wants me to bring out. my stuff out there and, and go. Uh, okay, 619-722-1303. That's Chris Wiley. If you're looking for help with a VA loan, and if you're looking to buy, refi, or maybe reverse mortgage, 
go with an expert. 25 years. Chris is a very good friend of ours, and he'll steer you right. 619-722-1303. Or go to Prime uh, Mortgage. I'm looking for his website. Oh, primeres.com slash alpine. All right, buddy. Hey, it's been fun. Look forward to uh, getting uh, Audrey back next week, and we'll do more for the off-road community on S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio. The Answer. Has been San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio on The Answer San Diego. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network.